Bitcoin is crashing, all of the altcoins have absolutely ripped blood. So if you've woken up and you've actually seen the markets, we have absolutely capitulated when it comes to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Now this is not one of those videos where you go, oh my God, it's absolutely going to zero or it's absolutely going to the moon. No, I don't definitely talk about that. I wanna deep dive in this video around what are the causes for this crash? Why have we been in this downtrend which feels like forever? And exactly what I'm doing in the next phase of this and share with you what I think will happen next as well as what my next moves are. Now, nobody, nobody knows what's gonna happen next in the market, but we can make some educated moves along with research and understand why we are here. If we do not understand why we are here, if we don't learn from our mistakes, then we're doing this all for nothing. So if you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, definitely smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now when cryptocurrency looks as bad as it does, we probably don't wanna look at the markets and don't wanna understand what's been happening. But this is where I urge everyone to sort of put their thinking caps on and understand that we need to counter trade our emotions. We need to understand that if we can distance emotions from logic, we are going to make some fantastic gains and that doesn't just apply to cryptocurrency, it applies to the Australian property market as well. Now, it's very difficult to distance yourself from the emotion and the logic, especially when markets move like this. If you've invested or probably put in more than you should have, you're really emotionally tied to the numbers on the screen. And that's why if you are looking for some daily sanity, some words of wisdom and some straight up logic, then definitely join me on Patreon, the premium group. There's a link in the description below. And that's where I'm in every single day sharing what I'm thinking as well as some technicals and charts as well. So let's jump into a few reasons why this crypto crash has been occurring. This hasn't just been a case of where things were all great and then all of a sudden over the last couple of days we've just crashed. There's been a few things that have been happening in the background over the last sort of two to three months and it's very important to understand. So number one is surging inflation numbers in the US. These numbers that have been coming out have been a lot higher than most have expected although I believe it is still a lot higher than what it should be but that's what they're reporting. What this means is that if the inflation numbers are so high in the US that means the Fed needs to come in and start tapering off what they're doing, not be printing as much money, buying up bonds and things like that in the background and they need to slow down the economy and how they do that is by increasing rates so that's number two is the fed's decision to increase interest rates in 2022 these increases aren't even just conservative they're not like hey i'm going to increase by 0.1 percent in january and then we probably sit and wait and then maybe 12 months later we'll go up by another 0.1 percent no they are actually factoring in that they're going to move aggressively up and they're going to have four rate hikes in 2022 of course that's going to spook out the market especially a market that for the last couple of years has been taking on more and more and more debt against the housing market as well as doing everything else within their business. So this means this is sending a shockwave throughout the economy. Consumer sentiment just all falls and this is not just applied to the US. This is obviously applying here in Australia as well where you can see that as soon as the RBA comes out and says well we're increasing rates you can see the fear you can see the headlines come out. Just the fact that the banks, the big four banks increasing some of their rates on home loans has caused people to go and panic. Number three is that there are disappointing job numbers when it comes to unemployment in the US. This again is putting us in a position where we're effectively in stagflation, where you've got high levels of inflation, but economic activity doesn't really provide you much hope. So you've got unemployment sort of rising, job numbers aren't recovering as quickly as possible. But in Australia, we've had that actually be the opposite. We've seen some job growth and with how the virus is playing out, we've seen some lockdowns and that could potentially lead to some more things. So number four is the Omicron variant is spreading across the world. 
This is causing mass panic around the world, despite some people saying it's not as serious as Delta, it should be calming down. Effectively, it comes down to what the governments are actually implementing, because if they think it's not safe enough, then they will lock down things. They will have a different interpretation to what most doctors or medical staff have. So that's what we have to follow, because at the end of the day, if the government doesn't allow you to open up your store, there's nothing you can do about it. They just have to close. This will effectively mean that people are back into this negative mindset, their PTSD from 2020, and that's going to cause a lot of people to save their money, hoard their money and not actually go out there and reinvest it into the economy. This slows down the economy, yet on the other side, we've got high levels of inflation. It's a really tricky place to be. Number five is that crypto mining operations in Kazakhstan actually went down. A few months ago, we did see China really ramp down on crypto mining in China, right? So they started banning it. Now, what that meant was that a lot of that came out into the rest of the world and Kazakhstan actually has a large portion of the mining. So as soon as that went down, that actually caused a bit of a shift in the momentum as well in the Bitcoin market. And of course, we know that if Bitcoin moves, the altcoins move and they all bleed against Bitcoin. <laughs> now I have two more points before we go on to what happens next and what I'm doing actively here. And you have enjoyed this sort of logical video around what's actually been happening. Drop a like and share this with someone who is panicking. Number six is that there's fears on the Ukrainian border with Russia and what they are doing. There is so much tension around what Russia could do possibly next. You have Biden come out already saying that if Russia makes a move in, we're going in and that could cause a war. Now, that's the last thing you need. And that could possibly be a black swan event because we haven't really seen or expected that to happen. All of our eyes have been on the virus. But if a war breaks out, then that's definitely going to turn this market upside down. As a result of all of this volatility, number seven is that the S&P and Nasdaq have actually fallen by more than 10% since the beginning of the year. So what does this mean? Well, 10% in the normal traditional markets is massive. That is technically a big correction. If we drop by more than 20%, that's when we were in a bear market. So do you need a government to be in power that's going to say, well, yes, we caused the next bear market in the share market? Yeah, probably not. So I feel like over the next couple of weeks, the Fed really has to have a chat with the government, really figure out what their plans are. Because if they go and push too hard, we could actually see ourselves fall into a recession. And that's what we've been trying to avoid for the last two years. So what I've been saying on the channel is around interest rates. You can't just have them keep going up and then just let the economy just fail. That sort of defeats the purpose of what you did for the last two years, trying to insulate the economy to keep it afloat. So if you go out there, increase rates aggressively, I'm not saying you can't increase them, but if you increase them aggressively and it moves too quickly, the whole economy is going to shut down and we fall through the floor. So what happens next? Well, I'm going to keep it really simple. From a technical standpoint, if you're one of those people who like charts and look at support and resistance levels, well, we effectively have one support level technically left without 28,000 to about $30,000 USD for Bitcoin. If we drop below that, I'm telling you the fear is going to be real. We will have mass liquidations. And I'm sure that at that point, we've pretty much rolled over. You can't prove that we're going to go parabolic now. That is probably the final level of support that I'm looking at. From a macro standpoint, we could have some really good news come out if the Fed realizes that, hey, we've just spooked the market. Maybe that was the plan, right? You say, oh my God, we're going to do four rates. But in instead, we're actually only going to do two. That's more positive than saying we're doing two rate cuts. There's nothing else you can move from. So it's just a form of negotiation. And I think that's possibly what they're doing. They're not going to increase rates four times this year. I think that's pretty stupid. So if we do have some positive news come out of the Fed and what they plan to do, if we have the government actually come out and talk anything about quantitative easing, anything about stimulus and anything about propping up this market again due to the virus, it's going to be quite uh, coincidental. But if we see that, then we should see a move back up. 
But I think those are my two things that I'm looking at, is either from a technical standpoint, we retain those support levels, we bounce from there, or we see some really good macro news that's gonna reflect better in the charts. And that effectively will mean the share market should rise. And as well as that rising, we should see cryptocurrency go back up as well. So what do we do now? Well, it really comes down to your strategy, your risk appetite. And with so much fear, the fear and greed index right now is at 11. That's extreme fear. We've been around in extreme fear for the last few weeks. And as a reference point, when most people were buying, when retail was coming in, you and I were buying, we were probably buying in April and May, when the fear and greed was at about 90 plus. That is extreme greed. At that point, we're thinking 200 to 300K Bitcoin is easy this year. And that's when we absolutely got wrecked, came back down, and now we're in extreme fear. We have to counter trade our emotions. For me personally, what I'm doing, I'm talking about in the Patreon, especially with the coins specifically that I'm buying, but I'm continuing to dollar cost average. I like the fact that I can have a bit more of an active approach when it comes to dollar cost averaging. And for me, I do that all on CoinSpot. There's a link in the description below. I talk about this in every single video because I like their platform. It's easy to get started. You get verified very quickly. And if you'll use the link in the description below, that little code that I have there gets you $10 of free Bitcoin to get started. Now, is the $10 of free Bitcoin gonna be worth a lot more? Yeah, look, to be honest, I think in the next 10 to 15 years, we know where this space is headed. The short-term volatility is what shakes most people out. And that's why when someone comes to you in the next five years and tells you, hey, you're so lucky you bought Bitcoin at $30,000. Well, no, they weren't around when fear and greed was at 11. You thought the floor was falling. And if YouTube thumbnails have anything to go by, you think the world's collapsing. But in reality, if we zoom out, we know where this space is headed, macro and micro views. I'll also link a video up here, which shows you how you can actually have this set up as a set and forget reoccurring buy, Bitcoin, Ethereum, other cryptocurrencies, maybe some NFT bundles and metaverse plays. You can have that sort of sit there in the background and it automatically does it for you. This means you're not emotionally getting involved. Oh my God, the price is falling. You just let it do its thing. You go out there as you do with ETFs and just have it reoccurring buy. Just keep buying, dollar cost averaging in and managing your risk. Again, none of this is financial advice. I hope you have enjoyed this video. It gives you some clarity around what's happening. And if you are someone that wants to really deep dive and learn a bit more about how you can journal this, how you can reflect back on this from the May crash, from the September crash, and now the January crash, then definitely join me in the Patreon premium group. It's about 49 bucks a month, but you're gonna save yourself a lot of heartache. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.